You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're getting lost in Frank Darabont's The Mist. You no trouble. Me, fifth element. Supreme being. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Stephen King. We we talk about him too much. <laughs> it feels like we're in the Dar- Frank Darabont Stephen King podcast. <laughs> we have done a lot of Stephen King movies here and lately. Frank I Darabont. Think, yeah, this is the third Frank Darabont Stephen King in like two months, and we still have it. <laughs> that's true. Wait, he's directing it. No, no, not okay, Frank Darabont. Say, oh, that's uh, Stephen King. <laughs> Stephen King. He was going to do the Long Walk. I feel like we've been taking the long walk. Oh, my goodness. So, okay, welcome to the podcast. We're your host. I'm Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, Mr. Jeremy Benson. Howdy. Welcome back, Jeremy. <laughs> yes. And Mr. Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? I am doing well. Good. A bit misty outside tonight. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's a mystifying episode. Ooh. There we go. Mm, Getting a bit misty-eyed over here. Y'all are so punny. Getting moist and misty. You know, we did bring up... okay. Third Frank Darabont adaptation of a Stephen King book. He just can't stop this it. time. But apparently he, he... It was a horror film this time. Yeah, but apparently he read this like way back in like, what, 80, 81 or something the first time it came out. Yeah. And like wanted to do it then. So it's not like just he's like trying to follow a trend or anything. Right? From what I understand, <laughs> this was like a dream project for him. Yeah, I think he wanted to do it before Shawshank, but then just yeah, picked Shawshank I, before. That's what I read. So I don't know how much of a dream if it was. If he's like, you know, I, I'll do Shawshank. I'm going to do the prison movie. Ah, fuck the monster movie. From what I understand, he got he got the go on Shawshank. But this is actually shot uh, incredibly different from the last two I Frank Darabont. Not a fan. <laughs> movies, Shawshank and Green Mile. <laughs> those those had a very Hollywood, uh, you know, very Dolly. Yeah. Heavy. This one feels like sometimes you go into documentary world. Like, you know, with zoomy camera, shaky... Um, yeah, like what's happening? Oh, this is the <laughs> the entire camera department from the Shield, the TV show. It feels like it. Yeah, they yeah. came on board here. Well, he needed them to make make his schedule. No, I understand. Like you know, especially with all the special effects. I think this movie came out too early. What do you mean, story wise? 
I mean, special effects wise, you don't think everything looks a little. Man, I you know I don't think you're ever going to get a lot of money to make this story. Yeah, you know what I mean, right? Just, what was the budget on it? Eighteen million was the budget. I made in two thousand seven. Fifty-seven. Yeah, in two thousand seven. I mean, you think about that worldwide. much CG? Oh, it's, it's that's what I'm saying. Like it, it would struggle today to be the amount of CG, and especially the interacting and all that in the beginning. And it's got some name actors in it too. It's got some damn good actors in this. Yeah, Darevon always pulls in the crew. It did always know, feel just, like a made-for-TV. It movie does. though, it really does. Nah, come I mean, on, Brian. I see that, I that see how ensemble you... cast, the look of it. I mean, I'm a fan of it. I like it. But... See, I, I understand why you say that because it's got all the uh, the tropes of the uh, Stephen King right. uh, TV yeah, movie, the miniseries. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. But I, just I paced way better. I like the Siege <laughs> film though, man. I love Siege movies. I mean, I'm down with this. It, this is coming from like uh, well, I said, know, I liked it. Rio Bravo and um, Assault on Precinct 13. No, I'm just right. saying, like uh, you know, cinematic versus t- made for TV. You know, I'm not saying that that makes it a bad movie or not. I'm not criticizing that or not. But I don't know. This doesn't. I, I guess because the actors, man, and just it's on. It's on point. Right. But I also think things like the the ending, which we won't talk about just yet, and some of the other things that happen. Now, what happens in the end? <laughs> no, we're not doing that we're not yet. D- <laughs> we're not there yet. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I think I think things like that that are supposed to be major shockers are. Uh, see, this is the first time I saw this movie. And uh, oh, really? Yeah. All right. Yeah, you, you pop my miss cherry. Um, <laughs> Usually, if it's got Stephen King in the it's in the credits, chair. it's the first time he's seen it. That's not true. Yeah, no. He tells Shawshank and Green Mile before. Yeah. Well, but those aren't horror films. That is true. You are you're, you're lacking a little in the horror film uh, King department there, Jerry. guys. How many times am I going to tell you? <laughs> <laughs> grew up, grew up like you know. I was wondering how long y'all would catch you as a callback to an old yeah, conversation. Yeah. <laughs> hey, baby, it's it's everybody's first. Uh, so it's, what is it? What is the? What, what every, I, no, it's what it's what. Um, <laughs> every pod is somebody's first. Pod. Yeah, every podcast go. is someone's first podcast, and Jared did not grow up watching horror films as he. Wish that he would have, and I do like saying horror like dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> I will say there is, there is something special about sneaking out of the you know sneaking into the living room to watch a scary movie at night oh, when yeah. you're a kid because they have way more effect. Like when you're in a, you're a grown adult and you're watching and you're like, oh look at the CG, oh look at the camera right. placement. But as a kid, like oh dude, yeah, they affect you. You missed out. I did, but uh, but the, but you should have been a little bit more rebellious. Well, I was instead of like sneaking out and doing on that, I was you know playing guitar like an idiot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was learning things, Benson. Yeah, I wish I would have been watching more horror movies, horror. Um, <laughs> but no, I also see that like this movie being twelve years old, you got to kind of put it in that perspective of like what they were able to do, and. Um, no man, look. Even when Dude. I saw this in the theater, the effects were shit. Really? Yeah, did, yeah did, I, did, I walked out that, of the theater going, "Oh man, I, I mean, loved that. It was great." But God, that CGI is shit. When they're dragging the dude under the door and the, and the tentacles are coming in, and you can see the the fucking plates wiggling on each other, and like, now, I, I will just, say, <laughs> I will say, <laughs> the bugs, dude. I swear to God, those oh, move. Man. I thought independently the, the, of the silhouette thing. monsters in the mist. Oh, look those cool. look great. Yeah. Yeah, you, you totally see where fucking uh, where Stranger Things Those is ripping that off big time, man. Oh yeah, oh, man. yeah. Especially like in season two, in season two yeah. when they're like walking through, and especially at the end when they get uh, this movie when they think they're real huge. Like holy fuck, that is cool. Like the the creatures are cool. They're they're a little 
They're a little wooden, and like you said, they, they, they're, they're, they're definitely on a different fr- plane, you know? Yeah. They don't stick to things very well. But, man, they're they're frightening, you know? Yeah, the designs of the monsters are are really well done. Right. Like, I like the eyes on all the insect-looking, like, all the spiders and dragonflies. Yeah, like, right? Like, skulls. And yeah. Their eyes are, like, super protruded from yes. their heads. Yeah, it's, man. I like that. And, it's like, all the little arms and, like, just weird spikes kind of like the hair spikes that they have yeah. all over the oh, body oh, yeah 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 it's Oof. just they're gnarly oh man things. and then the, when those the tentacles were like grabbing that kid and like it would slam down and pull him forward and then oh, let go yeah. and then you'd see just just big bloody because you know they like these damn four or five inch spikes have just like jammed into him and pulled out of him Ooh, man you know the blood looked good there because that was done practically on set and right. then the tentacle was CGI. Up until the point where they cut it off. One of the things I remember about the story. That's true. The yeah. short story is in describing one of the monsters, King just writes the Bosch painting. He he just called it the Bosch painting. What is the Bosch painting? I don't even, I don't remember that. I, I, did, I did reread this. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, I was about to ask, did either of you read this? I, I did. I even wrote down the list of differences because there were oh. so, so few. I'll do tell. The uh, ending. Huh? The ending. The ending is is completely different. What happens remember, in the book? I mean, it's been a long time since I read. They just the story. drive off from the. Uh, oh, they get away. Store. No, no, well, you don't know. They just leave. I remember. Oh, the, you don't get the thinking yeah. the the. It's it's been a long time, so you can correct me if I'm wrong. I remember thinking the short story was a lot more ambiguous on certain elements, like what's causing this. No, it's just. It's what happens after to them. No, it it it's pre- pretty much follows everything like beat for beat. Like it's just information is delved out of uh, is delved out a little differently. Like the army the army guys, the soldier guys in the grocery store, the one that's um kind of like dating the girl, the cashier. The one who has like has been like manicuring his eyebrows. Yeah. Really bugs now, me. Cause in the They're sto- not in the story. In the story, oh, really? he's having yeah. an affair with what's her name? No, he just sleeps with her one time. Well, he had an affair, and yeah, he's I mean, got that kind affair. of Jeremy. That's a fling. Yeah. Well, but I'm saying that there's <laughs> there's sort of a from what I remember, there's it was sort monster of a, duress sex. Okay, is what it was. There's sort of a feeling of <laughs> oh, no. guilt on to, on him. Like he, he feels a little bit, but I mean, it's it's really so much like the dad. Uh, what's his name? David. His yeah. character is just so much. You know, like he's looking after the kid the entire time. It's constantly thinking about what do I need it's to do for him. Saying, it's been a long time since I read it. So they didn't like execute that dude like they did in this. No, one? <laughs> no, the cult doesn't kill anybody. Okay, that that scene is completely added for the movie. Man, okay, unlike Tremors, uh, they kill the bitch that you really hate in this one. Thank God. Yeah, that's true. In Tremors, there's like this like there's like this teenager kid who's running around mm-hmm. running his mouth off the whole time, and you wish that he would die, and he actually survives. Yeah, another reason I don't like that movie. <laughs> but anyways, uh, this movie, man, like although ooh. Part Four is awesome. What's Tremors for? That's uh, Back to Perfection. Mm-hmm. No, wait. That's part three. Uh, Is that the, the Legend where... Begins. Oh, not, never mind. Then it's part three that I'm talking about. That's the Ass Blasters. Where they start flying. No, that's the one where they fart, right? Yeah. yeah. And they then fart, the Western fire. one. That's four. Jeremy. <laughs> well, I hate the first one, but the third and fourth one. Excellent. <laughs> I mean, they, just excellent. Get, they get so bad. That it becomes like how can you not love to just sit there with your buddy and laugh at them? I feel that way. But yeah, that's how, that's how part five and part six are. Yeah. They're just so bad. You're like, what is happening here? Sounds like we're th- talking about Friday the 13th. <laughs> hey, you know, I, 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 I got nostalgia love there yeah, for yeah. that one. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I, I think they, you know. 
The Flintstones. They were trying movies. to do something. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, did they ever explain what the fuck is happening in the book? Or is it just... You don't get anything more than you do in the movie. shit pops up. Yeah. The shit pops up, and uh, is it the whole world? Like... You don't know, and you have no idea. So it's the same thing. You just, you're yeah. just like, you, fuck. If you read the Dark Tower novel... <laughs> is, so is that who he's painting at the beginning, or was that yes. Clint Eastwood? It looks like yes. Clint Eastwood. That but is Rowling. That, yeah, okay. That's Rowling in the Dark Tower. Yeah, he, like, yeah it, those it are all Drew, uh, Drew Stinson's... Uh, or Drew Stusen, sorry. Stusen's uh, paintings. He's the things over there. Poster I have on the wall over here? Yeah. Yeah. So, so explain the rose. Oh, we don't have time. Okay, I'll it's, talk, we'll it's talk. Some, we'll it's talk something on, from on the break. Dark Tower. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, if, when you read the Dark Tower books, you you realize that what's going on in the mist is an element from that story. Oh, that's cool. So it's just tying the. That's how he's tying the worlds together. Yeah. Okay. Sort of. But if you read the mist, it has nothing. You would not know that it's connected <laughs> to the Dark Tower at all. Right. No, I think, just he, I think own... he connected it post-mortem. Right. It makes sense. Yeah. It's the Arrowhead project. It's, you know, you know they're doing stuff up in the... See, yeah, I'm not getting that. Like, basically, the uh, the uh, military police guys are like, we caused it. How did they cause it? I missed that. Like, how, why do they think that they caused this because issue? Because they said that they were, you know, experimenting with uh, <laughs> this rift to try to get to, to another dimension. Okay. And they were going to create a window. And then that thunderstorm happened the night before, so obviously some shit hit and the fan. The Man, space, Stranger Things ripping shit off. The space, <laughs> dude, is. yes, I, dude, it's in the Stephen King font. You realize that? Yeah, right? I know that. I'm just saying that's <laughs> yes. insane. Okay, so in Stephen King mythology, <laughs> like everything from Stranger Things is ripped off from the '80s. Fucking Tarantino wannabes. Go ahead. All right. So in Stephen King mythology, <laughs> okay, there's millions of universes. Okay, and they're all tied together by the Dark Tower. That's what is the center of them all. In between the universes, in between the spaces, are where these creatures live in the outer darkness void. In this movie, they're, they've cut a rift trying to get to another dimension or another universe right. or another world and haven't, I guess, sort of like not gone deep enough. Right. And now they're in that space between. And they're letting shit bleed through. Yeah. Big shit. It's where it comes from. Which, you know, that, you know, when you watch this movie, you get to the end of the film. You see that giant fucking huge-ass monster. Yeah, the, the, the brontosaurus-looking one. Yeah, spoilers <laughs> yeah. for this. The military come and clean up the, the, you know, the whole incident. I want to see him fight that thing. Right? Where is that movie? Yeah. I want to watch that. I want to see the F-15 swarm down and fucking just bomb that motherfucker. It comes out in a couple weeks. It's called Godzilla. Mm. I don't know, man. That thing looked like uh, something straight out of a crazy-ass Lovecraft novel. Man, yeah. Yeah, totally. This totally feels like Lovecraft. It's it's like a woolly mammoth had sex with an octopus. I did read an interview with him. I don't remember if it was in one of his books or just somewhere where he was talking about the mist was he was playing with Lovecraftian ideas. Right. It definitely comes through. The tentacles, <laughs> the flying bugs, everything. Right. Yeah, it's all there. And this, uh, this movie is full of Walking Dead cast, so it's kind of nice. Just three, right? Yeah, that's a lot in this cast. That's true. We got Laurie Holden, uh, got Jeffrey. Uh... <laughs> I thought it was hilarious that uh, what's her name, Carol? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like of all the people to go out into the mist and she just survive survives. by herself. It's yeah. her. She's got, and she's got the two kids. Like, you can't kill that. No, lady. you can't. And she's still got the same haircut. 
Well, I mean, you know, you, you need to give the audience a little bit of hope, just a little something, you know, just a shot when you get to that end. I don't you know. I don't know, man. Like, all the shit. He's like, oh, my God. And he looks up. He's like, bitch, you got your kids. <laughs> I, I have a, I have Should have left. Should have left with her. Yeah, man. I have a story theory on this we're going to talk about later. Okay. Oh, all right. When we go into themes and things? Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is a little abstract, and you're probably going to balk at it, but... Ugh. I have, I have some thematic questions about this film, but I'll I'll save it. I'll save it. Obviously, the movies, you know, you got some fear elements here. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like everybody is being driven a little insane, and like people being pushed to their limits, right? And looking for things to grab onto, like giving a glimmer of hope from from crazy cult lady. Yeah, and then like setting up all this, and then she she gets power from that, and gets fucking power crazy. Uh, there's social commentaries. Oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot. And you know, dude, I never caught the uh, the whole one part when she started like listing off. Uh, oh, this is what brought the the mist and these evil creatures from from hell upon us. And it's just like uh, you split the atom, abortion. It's like, oh, well, well, that's, that's very topical. Mm, yes, <coughs> Frank Darabont. That's when you were saying you should have released this movie later. That's what I thought yeah. you were. Uh, you oh were well, just with the social commentary. Yeah, I'm saying even yeah. from a, from a like special effects, you kind of to do it better. Yeah, I just don't know if they. They would have been able to. Because, you know, I mean, the end is actually what was one of the big things that really held back uh, the movie being greenlit in the first place. Now, you were telling me you watched the black and white version. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know that existed. I bet that looks a lot better. I highly recommend that. Yeah, on the Blu-ray, there's the color is on disc one, and then there is the director's cut, which is the same movie. Every shot's the same. Nothing changed except for it's black and white. And he's the like, special effects... These special effects look a lot better, guys. They do look a lot better. You they said he had... So much he better. He wanted to shoot it in black and white. Yeah. Because it feels like a... Kind of an homage to that older sci-fi horror movie. Yeah. And it, it, it looks good. I forget what... Um, I think the texturings were, were, were... Did he edit it in black and white with all that? And then they got down to the end and they were like, we can't do this, Frank. No, I think they just... They, you know, I think it was always going to be released in color... In order for him he to keep his ending, he wanted it in black. Like, so screw it, we're going to make it look good in black and white, and we'll release it in color. That's, but we'll have our TV. That, <laughs> that, you're joking, but that's exactly what he says in the front of the movie. He's got a little introduction, and he's like, "Hey, just because we're in this digital age, I can show you guys my preferred cut, even though they're not going to release it because black and white movies don't make fucking money." Because. I, he even goes in there and so talks the, about like the everyone's on the, stigmata of on black the, and white. On the monsters could have been could, done for black and white. <laughs> that's what I was saying. Like, you, did they like? Maybe that's why the creatures don't look as good as they could have is because they no, were no. That's what I'm for, saying. Like the whole idea was, for, it was always planned to be done in color. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's no, what I'm saying. What, it was, what we're saying is that he went. Yeah, we'll do it in color, but then goes to the colorist. Make sure it looks good. In I don't care what it looks like. But that color. doesn't make any sense. Then then your major release would be terrible looking. <laughs> He's like, at least I got my way. Uh, he knows he get forgiven. <laughs> Frank Darabont's like, yeah, I want my movie to look like shit. What? No. No, 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 no. But he knows he get forgiven by the act, the story. And even we're just, we're sitting here going, man, it was the time and the budget. No, it was not the time. Maybe Judd the Apatow, you no, get three I'm chances. saying that we are saying. I'm not. I was listening to because <laughs> I saw this in the theater. Nobody can man. He, you can't see me. I just pointed at Jared because he did say it. <laughs> yeah, he did. But but according to Judd Apatow, you get three chances. 
You get one chance. If you ever get that chance, that's great. And they'll give you another chance. And if you fail that one, they'll give you another chance, but, but like a way lesser budget. If you fuck that third one up, you're done. That's total I bullshit. I, 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 I can list like five directors that would break that. <laughs> what about the guy who did Blade? He made two movies, Blade and The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Well, one, one movie didn't make money. <laughs> one film, done. But, but think about it. When you fail that hard, <laughs> I know. But is that his fault, though? And that's not a that's not a trip. That's a dig a hole and fall in it. <laughs> that's like the new Hellboy. But he did Blade, man. Like how many people loved that, and that started a franchise. And you're telling me you're not going to give that guy another chance? I think he totally deserves it. I don't I, know this guy. I don't know. I don't care if he has another chance or not. <laughs> I would like to see what he could do. I, yeah. I'm just saying, rule of thirds. I mean, you know. yeah. Come on, Stephen Norrington. Let's let's give this man his third chance. <laughs> He can do a One Blade day. reboot. Hey, man. <laughs> no, screw that. Jeremy Benson, give him a chance. <laughs> Make that happen. I mean, they keep giving Michael Bay chances. I mean, dear God. They're just like, hey, just keep making those Transformers movies. Just I heard that some guy them. keeps going up and saying, hey, you remember Tony Scott? Do that. <laughs> Shh, it's okay. It's okay. Where were we going with all this? I'm sorry. I got so off topic into this rule of thirds and people try and <laughs> get the three tries <laughs> for greatness. We were talking about textures and black yeah, and I white. I think Judd Apatow is just speaking out of his ass. He probably is because he get, everything he gets, he gets to do no matter what. He, he does a lot of shit. Yeah. He's got his fingers in every pie. You know, yeah, that's weird. Writers and producers don't take the heat as much as directors do. When you're the director, I know. You, <laughs> you, do, you do get fucked like hard. It's like, oh, the movie sucks. Director's fault. They like, fucked it all I, up. Yeah. <laughs> like, even you the producers are like, asshole. that guy was a prima donna dick. He's <laughs> just seen his demands. Have you noticed when, uh, that on movies like, say, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, if it's an established director uh-huh. that everybody likes, well, producer fucked it up. It's the only time the producer gets blamed. Yeah, just because we all know Steven Spielberg really didn't make all those decisions. I mean, he, it was, uh, he even came out and went, wasn't my fault. <laughs> I tried to dog him out of it. Um, step back over here, Steven. I got another idea. <laughs> oh. Um. I love <laughs> Write down, you'll enjoy this website. This is completely off topic. Lemonparty.org. It's a YouTube channel. Star Wars Readers Club. What? Trust me. <laughs> I'll explain it in a minute. Well, I'll go ahead and explain it now. You can cut all this out. This dude has read, like, all the Star Wars books. And what he does is he explains, like, where did Obi-Wan's lightsaber go? What was Darth Vader thinking while he fought Luke? And they're really... No, it's really interesting. Brian, a lot of people want to know that. Like I thought, I was I was thinking the exact same thing you're thinking now. All right, like point, I don't, point I don't take it. I don't care about this. But I watched like two of them and totally got sucked in. The way he does them, they're, they're not like art, but it's really interesting. <laughs> just check it out. As a Star Wars fan, just check it out. I'll check it out. Mainly <sighs> you. I think you'll like it a little bit more. I'm down. I gotta stay. I gotta stay away from the books, man. You know, it, no, you no. just get down into like. Well, I was told to watch just, Rebels because of that, though. But the just watch the ones with that. In, I haven't watched any of the ones with the side character, but like, watch the ones like, what was Palpatine thinking when he was telling Darth Vader this? What was Darth? Why did Darth Vader want to beat Luke in Return of the Jedi? 
and when you 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 see all that's going on and then you see the scene in the movie you're like oh man that makes total sense see, that's not what i like about film though like that's what i like about reading a book that's not what i want in a movie well, at like, this I'm, point star wars is big so you can get like the, deeper I like to get my own interpretations of. Well, you've had you've had many years to get your own interpretation. Now see what really happened. <laughs> I'll, I'll stick with my own interpretation. <laughs> Thank you. I'm good. You can always stick with your own interpretation. Because, like, you know, check it out. I will. I will. It sounds I, cool. I can't unlearn metachlorians, Okay. Like once I know about. Oh them, my god! I, there's some blood disease. <laughs> like what the fuck is going on in this universe? What are metachlorians? <laughs> It's a weird blood disease that gives you the uh, the, the herpes and the, the force. Man, that's weird. The herpes force. Where'd that come from? <laughs> it, it, was a, it was a fever dream that George Lucas had. like, hmm, I don't know what just happened. <laughs> People have to stop letting him film dreams. Oh, man. Extended universes, just like Stephen King's. Did you ever get another cut of Blade Runner? Let's make a joke. <laughs> let's just get, let's keep it going. Let's get six cuts of that. No, we, we're going to get another uh, cut of Apocalypse Now, though. Oh, that is true. I forgot about that. Yeah. You guys excited about the next cut of Apocalypse Now? Hell yeah, dude. August. I am ready. What Hopefully we get a theatrical release. What are they changing, you know? It's the final cut, man. I, no, I don't know. It's 43 seconds It's longer. somewhere in between the theatrical <laughs> cut and it's the... Uh, six <laughs> seconds different from the one you got on there's Blu-ray. Tw- there were 12 frames added on the end of that one cool no, shot. No, it's, it's longer than the theatrical cut. It's shorter than the Redux. Oh, so, I don't know exactly what's being taken out. Has that dinner scene been put back in there? The dinner scene? Oh, you're talking about the plantation? Yeah. Uh, I don't that know. That was li- really lit very well. It was very pretty. Man, that's my least favorite scene in the Redux, too. Really? Yeah, because it just goes on forever. <laughs> I'll agree with that. Let's go. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. I still yeah. like the scene. It's still good. Yeah. It's still better than anything I'll ever work on. So, you know, there's that. It's Apocalypse Now. What are you going to do? Yeah. We all strive to make things of that magnitude and that greatness. The horror. The horror. It's good. The horror. The horror. All right. Well, guys. Brian, I copied a shot in the movie we made. Did you? Just for you. We didn't use it, but... <laughs> oh, you're talking about when she comes out of the pool? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did use that. That's in the movie. When she comes out of the lake, it's in the movie. Is it? Yeah, I promise you. You watched it today. Yeah, well, I was man. thinking more of the... We, we shot a closer-up version, and then she goes up and does the slow-motion turn. <laughs> no, we didn't use the uh, the close-up. We used the, uh, the medium. I found pictures today. I was looking through my computer. I found pictures of you in the uh, underwater rig. Oh, man, I was excited about that, dude. We got to shoot in a pool. It was the you know, it was yeah. first time I'd ever taken a red, red, uh, any red underwater or any camera. That night made me mad. Why? Because it was lightning and people were freaking out. And Oh, yeah. Because we were in a pool about... and they were like, oh, man, we're just lightning. We're all going to get die. And it's like, guys, this heat lightning. Everyone just chill out. There, there's not even a, a lightning bolt that's going to hit the ground. It's all cool. It's good. We waited on it, though. Just be safe. You know, better be safe than sorry. And then it was so cold. Yeah. Actors out there, listen <laughs> up really closely. <laughs> Remember your lines. Say your lines. Hit your mark. And shut the fuck up. Thank you. I don't know if I should leave this in or not. <laughs> <laughs> I may just be a spiteful bastard. I, I, I love actors. I just, you know. Hmm. They're hard to deal with sometimes. Yeah, they are. You know. Yeah, but I mean, uh, to be you fair, think we're here for you. <laughs> I get a I little cranky fair. sometimes. Like, yeah, DPs are hard to deal with too. That's <laughs> true. I will agree with that. Yeah, everybody gets their you know 
eight hours and you know you get to that moment where oh, dude eight hours yeah well set of you on <laughs> no man when you get to when you get to the eight hour i feel like communication breakdowns are real easy yep. to happen i don't know what you start it is. having those conversations where you're like we're gonna you know we're gonna all right if if he just stands there and then you know do the thing yeah. that's what we're gonna do yeah but let me just just Give me a piece of paper. I'll draw it for what you. What happens after the thing? That's what we need to be thinking about. If that doesn't make sense, can you draw an overhead? I <laughs> know. Oh, just use this. Yeah. You're 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 right. You're, you're certain, right? This is on you. I'm gonna. I want you to remember this when we get in the edit. <laughs> you said. <laughs> yep, and yeah. th- th- this is what happens, man. What are you gonna do? You know, I don't know. Fil- film sets are chaotic and, and and crazy places. Well, that's why we always say Elkins will fix fix it in post. Don't worry. Well, you know, I'm, that's that's kind of like the approach that they took uh, for the mist. You know, they just getting that TV crew in there and shooting like mostly two cameras, right? And it, that's kind of what they were oh, going. Was it all for two to, camera? Yeah, almost oh, wow. the entire fucking kind of makes two sense. Camera. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. Man, huh? look how you brought it back around. No, well, man. I mean you can even see it in a lot of the shots, like how they're like you can see where two people. The way it's blocked like, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I totally see that now. Well, I mean it's different because you know I have to think about Frank Darabont, you know, coming from. I mean, his fucking first movie, Shawshank. Like, that's why I was disappointed in the way this was all- shot, man. Like that, that Shawshank just yeah. shows so much. Like, even the Green Mile, it's, it just shows so much planning. And as far as like, right? uh, like telling telling the story with the camera, they I don't think they told the story with the camera in this movie at all. No, man, I disagree. Oh, come on, Brian, tell me I, where I disagree. I think they just told it differently. Yeah, it's different. I think it's just a different style of telling it with the camera. Like if, yeah, I mean. It, is it like in the Paul Greengrass school of filmmaking where, you know, we're very handheld, you know, very tight, and then we'll go out for wide shots? Yeah. Yeah. But that's not bad. You know, I think it creates like a, a sense of space, especially like that opening shot where this house is like all fucked up and the, the trees like through the through the picture window. Yeah. Right. That's all one giant shot. And you think about like how it's staged where you get just the tree going through the, the front picture window and it comes around and we go into the dad. Yeah. And he's coming out with the painting. He chucks the painting over the camera, pans around to that. And then he steps into frame. And then, you know, it's like you're getting all these different shots just through blocking and just a couple of camera moves. Right. And it's handheld. I don't know, man. I think that that's it's telling your story well. I don't know. It's not as elegant. That's like true. Green Mile or Shawshank, but it's more. It's it's. I mean, it's just a different style. I guess it's, it's not more, that kind of movie though, either, though. You know. Yeah, and it's also like a lot of times letting the camera represent like emotions and. Yeah, definitely. When when things when they're in the uh, in the shop, and things are starting to get weird, they they do that like the camera dutches a little bit and zooms in and kind of gets a little funky and pans over. And I'm with you on the snap zooms. Yeah. I'm just like, ah. I'm with you on that. But like, see, that, that's what said, that feels like documentary style. It's like, well, see, yeah, that's, that's the problem. I like, I liked it when, when it's handheld and it just, it adds to the tension for me. But then the minute you add those snap zooms, it is like, Oh, we're in cinema verite. We're, yeah. we're documentary style. It, it, it goes from, I may be using this wrong me, from like it, an objective it reminds to a me of more like, Yeah. I, I, I can see that. Yeah. To me, it reminds me of like mixing documentary style with like seventies hammer snap zooms and, yeah, but I mean, you have to think like those are like, you know, those are lockdowns going in. Oh I man, I get it. I'm just saying that it reminded me of the mix of the two. And half of it, too, is like, I don't know when The Office came out, the uh, U.S. show. Yeah. Um, I don't know when that came out, but I feel like 
I feel like those snap zooms. You're it's like, ah. like I'm waiting for like the other camera guy to like reveal the cameraman, the boom <laughs> operator, the shot or something. And yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe the office fucked it up. Well, at least the office they were doing them good. Like you know they're doing very well. Like this this one they're like it's it feels very searchy. It's like boom, we're gonna punch in, and then we're gonna like the camera's gonna rock a little bit. And we're gonna find we're oh we're gonna find what we're looking for. It's not like it wasn't like it was a motivated thing. It was like it felt documentary in that way as we were searching for this thing. You know, we're looking for the people. It did make me wonder what this movie would have been like if they'd done it like a found footage. Oh man, I would have hated it. What are you talking about, like Cloverfield? If you're doing like the whole thing from not shaky, just like what. I mean, I guess it would uh, be shaky, but uh, what the uh, what's the Diary of the Dead like that one? Oh God, dude, that's terrible. Man. <laughs> oh, fuck. oh God, I can't watch that. Like, shit. What's that movie? Will you put Wreck? that camera down. No. Re- oh yeah, Wreck. No, that's a good one. I like Wreck. I like just, quarantine as well. Just add like you know a TV crew. I can see that. I don't know. I like the way this one was done though. It, it, it fits. It works. No complaints. Hypothetically, how'd they do the mist? Oh, uh, that's mostly... Well, it's either CG or it's a uh, set. Anytime you're looking out the plate glass windows... Uh, I forget where the, the grocery store they shot. All the exteriors were shot. Um, and then they rebuilt it um, in a soundstage. And that's how they get the fog out the windows. Well, Don't what, you what, love what, it when you're talking about a movie that you're... Like, it's, you know, it's a lower budget movie. They rebuilt the store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like every single interior in this movie is a set. Well, like, how do they do it when they're like walking through it? Was that a hazed room, and then and then they added more on top in, yeah. in post? Even the exteriors when they're driving through—that's a set. Really? Yeah. Wow. All the, yeah. I, all I the, like the all shot where they, where they go under, like the you know you got the uh, the the interstate sign that tells what you know they're headed to, they're headed to uh, Portland or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they drive under that. I was like, that looks so fucking cool. Like, and the school bus. You see the school sparse. bus. Yeah, no, it's very sparse, but there's like these things that you recognize popping up out of the mist. Oh yeah, that's true. It's that's so true. cool looking. Like it, it, it makes it feel low budge because it feels like they're using low budgy tropes. But uh, by doing that, it's like very minimal, only showing kind of what you need to see. Yeah. But 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 done really well. That that looked really cool. I, yeah, I, I like. And I'm sitting thinking, how the fuck are they driving? Because <laughs> you can't see, you know, and, and and they're going around with headlights on and like stuff. You, you ever like driven in fog? If you put like headlights on, it just blinds you more. I don't know, dude. He had like 50 lights. In the I know. He, he, he even turned the little searchlight on. Like when you were <laughs> looking at, I was like, Bleak. I was like, oh. And he had like two more on the side. I was like, where the hell are those lights coming from? Like, what? <laughs> Who has that? He was over there gaff taping some like, <laughs> some mag lights on the side of the truck. <laughs> Oh man! Don't you think that they kind of were like, "Oh, we're not getting there yet." Mm. What? I was wanting to talk about the ending. My head went somewhere. All right. Well, you know what? Hey, that's a good moment. Why don't we uh, take a break? We'll play the trailer. Okay. And then we'll come back and talk more about the mist. Great. Whoa, mom, dad, you gotta come see. But us so best. You just gotta come. Come on. Whoa. Having spoken, the doomsayer departs. Why don't you get Billy dressed? I'll take him into town with me. Hit the store before it gets all bought out. How'd you folks hold up in the storm? Big insurance day. Sorry to hear that. What's going on? It's death. Shut the doors! Shut the doors! 
The only way we're gonna help ourselves is to seek rescue. Tie this around your waist. Or four. You'll let us know you got at least 300 feet. There's nothing out there. Nothing in the midst. What if you're wrong? Then I guess the chuck would be on me. try and make a window. Well, maybe your window turned out to be a door. Who she's gonna sacrifice to make it all better? We want the boy. You try it. Kill All right, we're back. That was the trailer for The Mist, Frank Darabont's third adaptation of a Stephen King novel. Um, Cliff Clayton's Cliff Clayton's mom in this is really good. Cliff Clayton's mom? Yeah, from Cheers. The old lady. Oh. That's his mom in Cheers. Dude, it's been so long. <laughs> I, I was never a Cheers fan anyway. Yeah. You know, I just saw a couple episodes in their rerun days. Right. Yeah. Man. But anyway, she's very good in this. She's badass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> badass old woman. Take her to war any day of the week. I thought all the actors did a good job. Yeah. My traditional line. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I like uh, a lot of the, you know, the Frank Darabont, you know, mainstays. Jeffrey, uh, what's his name? Jeffrey McDunn? The guy who got, who joins the cult and D. gets Munn? all crazy? You talking about that guy? No, the one that comes up uh, with the bloody nose. I forget what his character is. Dale in oh, The Walking Dead. Oh, Dale, yeah. Yeah, he does a damn good job in this. Yes, he is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. always good, man. Yeah, yeah. I like always watching his face in the background. He's always <laughs> he's very expressive. Yes, man, he is yeah. always on it, and he's always watching somebody. If you're a, yeah, if you're an actor that's, you know, reacting. And when he gets excited or mad, he can, his, his voice gets a little upper register pitch to it. I like it. Like, yeah, he's got <laughs> Yeah, yes, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. That's a damn good character actor. Yeah. No, I thought you were talking about the older guy. Uh, William Sadler. William Sadler, yeah. This is him, like, getting old. You know, he's playing an old man, kind of. Yeah. And, and I just lo- I love his turn, you know, where he gets into the, he <laughs> goes full cult. Like what the fuck, man? <laughs> he's wearing a little. He's, he's got a little weight in this movie too, man. Yeah, I've yeah. never seen him like you know put on a little extra weight for a role. What happens when you get older? You get a big thick head. I saw him not too long ago in a what was that Netflix movie uh, with Kevin Costner, uh, Highwaymen. He's How in was that. that? Uh, it's it's good. It's good. You know, um, better than Waterworld. <laughs> a very different movie. Okay, let's compare it to Wyatt Earp. About the same. Uh, That's not bad then. I liked Wyatt Earp. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Good. But uh, yeah, no, he he looked a lot thinner in that. Maybe, I think, maybe he gained weight with the role. I think yeah, he did. Could be the drugs. Well, I think he was trying to play, you know, a, uh, I'm a redneck guy, mechanic. <laughs> uh, I've been drinking on the weekends, you know. 
I'm just here riding out the mist. I saw some tentacles, uh, man, in the dock, and uh, well, let me tell you what. Uh, See, where's the beer? Dude, that whole thing where, like, no one's going to believe us. That whole like that whole scene where they're like, he's like, what are we going to tell them? I don't know. How are they going to believe us? I'd have leaned over and said, look. I'd have picked up that fucking tentacle <laughs> instantly and be like, guys, look what, look what just happened. That whole scene wouldn't have, like, you know, none of that shit. I'd have went out to that yeah. one guy and, like, oh, really? And just thrown it at his feet and be like, explain that, bitch. Well, he couldn't because uh, after they poked it once, it turned to black goo. I hated that. Yeah, hated why did that. it do that? I have no idea. Makes no sense. So the writer could have a reason for them to go, well, how are we going to explain this? <laughs> right. Hmm. I don't like the black goo thing. I don't like the effect, and I don't I don't like it. I like all the other monster stuff, though. God, those spiders are so fucking awesome. Yeah, man. Oh, I, I love that uh, when they come across them and, and the... They're still alive, but the, they bear, you know, they've laid their spider eggs inside the people, and you know that's coming. Oh, man. And dude. when the body falls and they all like bust out of the yes. back, I was like, yes! <laughs> it's exactly what I wanted, you know, because you, like, you already knew. I could feel them moving. <laughs> oh, that, dude, that is so nasty. <laughs> that's just spider horror fun. Oh, my there. God. Ugh. Yeah, and they have like little acid webs. I like that. Oh, dude, yeah, when it wraps around dude's leg, that is so badass. All, yeah, all the creature stuff is like yeah, well, well thought out. I liked all of it. What did you guys think um, about the ending of this movie? I guess we we should go ahead and talk about that. Spoilers if you haven't seen the movie. Obviously, did it kind of seem like it was like we need a good punch here at the end? Like like, but did it ha- did that that didn't happen in the book? The having to kill the family? No, no, they leave the grocery store and um, I think they run out of gas and they they pull into. A convenience store to hold up for the night and they're thinking about siphoning gas from some other place and uh, I think over the radio the dad David hears what he thinks is Hartford he thinks he hears that said on the radio and he's like oh maybe I can go there maybe they have some kind of salvation but of course you know the mist is cutting off all communications I mean they even show it right. in this movie so it, it's kind of like did he hear that or did he imagine it right so it's very different from this movie where so, suicide is the answer. Like, don't you think they came to suicide a little quickly and that they were all, like, okay with it? No, I think that's the, the point of the dissolves. Like, they're trying to give you a feel of a, a long ride. Like, once they leave that grocery store, I think they're trying to make, you know what I mean? Like, they've yeah. gone through no, no, a journey. I'm talking they about ran after out of you, gas. Yeah, you've ran out of gas, but we'd sit there and almost, like, starve to death before I'd be like, let's shoot each other. Or let me shoot all y'all. I don't know, dude. You know, you know those creatures are going to come there sooner or later. I mean, that's, of course, you're right. Yeah. I mean, I guess my, I, I kind of understand. I, mean, I, I remember talking with somebody when I saw this, like, why is it better to be shot in the head than... You ripped apart? Yeah. It's quicker. It's quicker. Hello? You don't, yeah. don't want to be eaten alive? Fuck, bro. You know. I mean, but at least you got a fighting chance. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Dude, once the, one of those tentacle things grabs you, no, dude. Like, did you see what happened when it grabbed that way? It took a piece of his body with it. It's nasty. Yeah. 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 And it's kind of like, I, I imagine they'll eat you like a lion. You know, the difference between like a lion or like a monkey or something. The monkey just comes up and kills you. They'll actually kill you. Or like a bear. You know, a bear won't kill you first. It'll like just start eating your leg and you're alive. You're like, oh shit, oh shit, it's on my leg. Yeah, and it's just no, like eating that's you. Not for me. That's what those things are. They're just yeah, like, they like, just come you, up and just like, just revenant, start like, biting into you. There's a chance. There, oh, there's a chance. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. Shoot me now. That's so, speaking of shooting, I mean, do you think he shot his son first or last? He shot. He obviously shot him first because he was waking up. 
Imagine waking up to that, Dad. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, that's I know what's good for is. you, son. <laughs> I, I do like the reaction shots. They all look at each other and they kind of come to a, like a very silent. There's no nothing spoken. Yeah, they all just look at each other and accept like. And that's when he goes through the gun. How yeah. many bullets do we have? Oh, only got four, and there's five of He's us. He's like, don't worry, I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, the army comes along. Oh, no. Oh, my God, dude. Salvation was yeah. only five seconds see, away. See, I don't, I don't have kids, so it didn't, like, I guess it didn't hit me as hard as it would, you know, if you're sitting there thinking about, fuck, I just shot my son, and I didn't have to. That's pretty hardcore. It's rough, man. I took it's my... It's a wrenching uh, ending. <laughs> I took my wife to this uh, on Thanksgiving. Oh, great. Yeah, oh, what Thanksgiving a great Day. Thanksgiving movie. Right? Oh, my God. We walked out of the theater. She was like, oh, that was uplifting. <laughs> Thank you for that. We'll remember this Thanksgiving forever, Brian. Thank you. I was like, yeah, come on. You feel very thankful for everything you have in your life right now, right? Yes. There's no mist with tentacle monsters. The tentacle porn comes later. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think the Indian actually means, though? In terms of like the themes of this movie, like with the idea of, of fear and like these people are in a, in a small. I think on one level, <clears throat> and I'm totally, this is totally subjective, like making this up. I think on one level, it was a, this will be a shock ending people will remember. I can on see a, that. On a second level, you've got crazy lady wants to sacrifice the son. Everything that's happening in the movie is revolving around main character, and it's almost like Mist versus David. The Carol lady, these are kind of weird thoughts to try to put together into sentences, sorry. The Carol lady. Oh, you mean Carol from The Walking Dead? Yeah. yeah. Okay. The lady who freaked out and left at the she, beginning to go find her kids. She survives. She goes out, no weapons, with a, you know, a humble reason to leave. She wants to just go get her kids. It's almost played like, and this is total, you know, me making stuff up, but almost like the mist is fucking with David alone and everybody else's side characters. Like he tries to fight, but then once he sacrifices his kid, then everything's okay. So in a weird way, it justifies hmm. the bad lady. You're saying that's what had to happen anyways. So it was like, it was just driving him to the point of insanity. Right. Well, so that kid had to die. And if they would have killed the kid earlier, it, 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 it would just ended, right? Damn, they should have sacrificed that little brat. Oh, man, I would have... Oh, he mm. was a little annoying. What? Dude, what are you... T that kid, for the end of the world and giant monsters running around in a supermarket, I thought he was r remarkably calm. <laughs> oh, that's very true. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, good thing that motherfucker was... He's going to need therapy for, like, the rest of his life. No, he's not. No, he's yeah, not. He's done. <laughs> They saved that bill. He's like, we can't afford this therapy. You're done. I mean, honestly, I think they wrote it as an ironic, oh, what if they all have to decide, you know, that they're going to kill themselves and there's only four bullets. And then somebody went, what if right after they do it, the army shows up? I don't know, it's weird because they have that, that talk, uh, the little meeting area in the dock. And they start talking about like, oh, everyone's, you know, going to eventually... Um, join Marsha Gay Harden's group. I for whatever the religious cult that's mm -hmm. building up in the store, right? And they're all going to start sacrificing people. And then Laura Holden's character, uh, I think your character, what's her character's name? Amanda, I think. She, she, yeah, she tells them like you know, no, no, no. People are not that bad. There's still humanity left. And it's like everyone else in the group is like, no, 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 no. That's not true. And then at the end of the movie, it's kind of like, I, I guess because they lost hope at that point. 
and they're kind of giving that's up on a, humanity. That's where I was going with, but with just David. It's like it's very main character focused. It's like the mist. If you were looking at it like the mist came to attack him, its whole purpose is to make him lose hope, even to the point of showing, look, she survived. And by, by like, she, you, you mean the girl that Carol? Okay, Carol and her kids—the <laughs> ultimate slap in the I like, face. I like after. how we're calling her Carol but. because it's totally fucking Carol. You know, you you, you do one iconic role, you're Carol for life. Um, <laughs> to be fair, I think her credit in the movie was uh, like woman that left sh- sh- it left sh- supermarket to get kids or some shit. It, like that. it just says AKA Carol. <laughs> <laughs> they should just redo it, Carol. <laughs> yeah. What were you saying? I said uh, it's kind of the biggest slap. It's a big slap in the face. It's kind of like if you just held on. You know, it, it, it's kind of a big thing. It's like if you just got faith, you know, it's going to be all right. You shouldn't have give up. You know, don't give up. Right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Or or just like, go on, shoot yourself now, bitch. Like, take, take, he, sh- he should have just like reached over, grabbed one of those MPs, uh, guns, shoved it up under his chin and pulled the trigger. I don't know. I I do, I do think I'd like overthink about it a little bit because you know I st- I started thinking about some of this stuff and like you know he oh yeah he sh- he's you know sacrificing his kids or shooting them in the you know shoots him in the car at the end but then you know you start thinking about like that one guy gets burned oh like, yeah he's like asking them like please fucking oh, he's like, shoot he said, just me just give me the fucking gun I'll do it he's yeah. like man if you guys can't give me morphine right now and fucking like just fucking get me drunk or something and then then he dies anyways I know oh. So it's like, you know, well, it's showing the evolution of how they're breaking down on their on their morals, morality. We can't kill him. No, we're not. There's a chance. But at this point, he's lost all hope. Like you said, there's no chance. So now we can shoot people for no reason. Yeah, I guess. Or a justified reason, I'll say. Hey, man, I, I say that the uh, that that dude, who, uh, the guy with the glasses, who's a British actor, but he's playing American in this one. The guy with the glasses. He's the store clerk. Oh, Toby. Uh, not Toby. Uh, what's his name? It's Toby something. Toby Jones. Toby Jones. Yes. Great actor. He's in a British series called The Detectorists that I love. He's also in the Marvel series. Who's in the in, Who is he in the Marvel series? Uh, he's like Red Skull's uh, like underling. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's like cool. the scientist. You know, the head scientist underling. He's got He's got one of the best uh, Black Mirror episodes. Serial killer. Oh, which season was that? I don't know. It's oh. on Netflix. I've only th- I've only been through the first season of Black Mirror. I know things I need to check off my list. Yeah, what you'll are you going to? You'll do? get there one day. But anyways, <laughs> no man, he's uh, he's really good, and I think he There's man like he he <laughs> this hope for you one day, Brian. Um, <clears throat> anyways, he like he pulls a gun out. He's a fucking excellent marksman, by the way, with a, with a snub nose snub nose pistol. Yeah, to be that accurate, it's pretty fucking hardcore. But anyways, he nails that he nails that woman straight between the eyes. Um, and I I was very happy at that moment. I think that was a good. I guess she didn't fall down all the way, and he 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 does the double tap. Yeah, yeah, he shoots her in the guts, and then like, and then like, you know, he takes her out. He's like, yeah, one for the road, baby. <laughs> but that, but that actually, that shot where he's like gunning down the kids in between the monster and 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 the gun, and then the dad runs up and like, no no sooner grabs him, and then he pulls the trigger and pops that monster. Dude, good scene. I like that whole scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, like, that's, that's, that. that's fun. That's super fun. Yeah, even the dragonfly that comes in and gets the uh, the store clerk in the neck. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, that that she's so pretty. What a shame. Oh, man. <laughs> her, when she died, though, she looked like a toad oh, or like a yeah, frog. Yeah, like, or she blew you know? all up, and it's oh. weird how like half her face was still normal, and then she was just like all. Ah. Who played the store clerk? Oh, oh. it's that uh, lady from. Uh, 
what is that high man in the castle i forget what her man name in the high castle man in the high Apparently castle that's good too i haven't seen it that is good alexis alexa davalos alexa davalos is gorgeous i also like the um, marcia gay hardens and she, well she's just coming off a uh academy award winning um performance like what is it 2001 pollock she won and she was nominated for best supporting actress in mystic river who is this um, the crazy lady. I don't like her, man. You don't like the actress. You know, you don't like her performance. Or okay, so maybe it's just like maybe it's just like the same thing with um, oh, what's that? Um, I don't know. What's the, what's the Swiss Family Robinson? The Swiss Family Robinson. No, 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 no. Danger Will Robinson. What's that? Oh, TV Lost show? in Space. Lost in Space. Okay, so so the remake of Lost in Space. Uh, Pose, Parker Posey plays this character, and it. I think she's playing it so well that I hate her. And then this woman in this movie is playing this role so fucking well that I hate her. And every time she's on screen, I'm just like, ugh. Like, <laughs> so you're telling me she's doing such a good job. She's doing such a good job that you I hate her. You can't separate the character, I'll, dude. When the, when from the, this actress, when the cat from the detectorist, the British actor, shoots her in the head, I'm like, yes, <laughs> dude. That's a massive compliment, brother. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, man, I don't like her at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was so ready for that. I was just like disgusted by her, like, ugh. like, like it, 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 you're it, supposed to be. I know that. That's what I'm saying. So that it's high marks is what I'm saying. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they really made me dislike her a lot. She, she's hands down the best one in the movie. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Performance yeah, wise, yeah. Um, where's she's the given the most thing? You know, she's given the most meat. This this main actor guy, where's he from? Thomas Jane. Yeah, like he. He Deep keeps he keeps like slipping accents and shit like like his like the way he talks especially at the beginning. He may be from Australia. Yeah, he's got some weird accent thing going on. Is he is he is he not American? No, he's American. He's born in Baltimore, Baltimore. Maryland. So maybe, maybe it's just some North stuff happening. Like he just kind of. Oh, this is uh, he's been in three Stephen King movies. Really? Yeah, he was in. Um, uh, the, the, currently, it was a Netflix movie, nineteen twenty two. I haven't seen it. It's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, it's kind of, it's more of a drama than a horror movie, but bad things happen. Kind of like a monkey's paw retold. It's a really good story. I haven't read. I haven't seen the show. And then uh, what was the other one? Oh, it is Dream the one where they um, kill the mom. The yeah. Jason put Lee her movie? in the well. Yes. And yes, Dreamcatchers is the Jason Lee movie. Yeah. Lawrence Kasdan wrote and directed that. Man, that's got some cool visuals in it too. I love it when that guy is like locked in his mind. And when he's looking out his, uh, I guess, what would be his eyes, because he's locked in his own mind. It's weird, because there's an alien invading his body. But they do it with, like, windows. And, like, his mind's a warehouse. I love that. It's the way it is in the book. It, it, it's, it's such a badass visual, man. It's just, oh, they nailed it. He has to visualize, like, a control center. and Yeah, it's so cool. Not the best story, though. Hmm. What are you going to do? Can't knock him out of the park all the time, okay? You know. Yeah, he was he was coming off the wreck. I mean, the yeah, the accident. Yeah, he's on a lot of drugs. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I think this time it was oxy. Oh well, you know, you can snort that too. Yeah, kind of like cocaine. It's a form, right? No, not really. Uh, no, I think that's oxy's like an opi- opioid. It's a downer. It's in the family, like all right? Killer. Come on, right? No, cocaine is an upper. It's like a speed, you know? Yeah, it's okay. like you're bouncing off the walls. And if you mix the two, it's like how John Belushi died. So don't do that. Speedball. Don't don't mix your uppers and downers. Don't don't mix your stuff. Remember, kids, if somebody ever gives you something, take half. I do like uh, Marsha Gay Harden's uh, bathroom speech where she's talking by candlelight in the toilet. 
Yeah. What'd you guys think of that? Is, is that when she's kind of going crazy a little bit? Dude, what the fuck? What does that mean? She's going crazy this whole movie. No, no, no. But that's when shit really starts to go nuts, right? Uh, well, because you don't, you don't know, you don't know in, until like she starts to get real crazy. Because it sounds like she, at the she beginning, knows, she's kind of like crazy from the get go, well, dude. She's talking okay, religious. You didn't really like, know. I didn't think you really knew that until it said. Because like it just seems like she's a little bit of a hard ass, and then one of the characters says. Uh, you know, I forget her character name. That's so and so. You know, she's been known to be a little unstable, or whatever the line is, to kind of like cue into the audience that oh, this bitch is about to be trouble. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember if it was before, or after, right after she mentioned sacrifice. It was way before that. What I'm talking about. No, but you know that moment where she gets smacked. Yeah, and that, you know that she's like, oh, oh, the she's, blood. Like, she's like, she's like, she's like, uh, you know, like, uh, I'm paying already, like another uh, payment or whatever. Yeah, something like blood, that. another blood, blood atonement or something, whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh God, here we go. Whatever crazy, their crazy rant was. I'd be like, here, let's time to pay some more. <laughs> Stoner with another pecan, please. I mean, I love that old lady, dude. She was just straight up whooping ass. Dude, she's very good. And what's crazy is, is like when when you see her in Cheers, she looks like an old woman. But when you see her there, like she's like she's definitely an old old woman by that point. It's like, man, this lady has been around forever. Well, yeah, she's like Jessica Tandy, Tandy throughout I, the eighties. And I looked her up to make sure I was right on who she was. And I, according to IMDb, either they haven't updated it or she hasn't died yet, so she's still out there rocking around. No way. Yeah, man. Fuck, that's awesome, bro. Yeah. Look at that. Living off that Cheers money. I do like that the the reason I brought that bathroom scene um that it that it's when I started noticing like how this movie is cut the only other film I can think of that transitions from scene to scene quite like this is John Carpenter's The Thing where they'll give you these little vignette moments and then we fade to black right and then we'll fade up and then we go into different scenes and just how it's broken out with these characters and like you're in one section of the store and then a character will leave and they'll have a, you know, it'll fade to black and we'll fade up and we're in another section of the I thought story. they were doing that like to that. show time passing. Some of them are time passing. Right. But not all of them. Interesting. I also thought it was a play on like 50 style well, sci-fi it, it's horror. It's also where the commercial breaks are. I mean, <laughs> just to be honest. Right, Jeremy? <laughs> pre-planned. Every 28 minutes. <laughs> pre-planned commercial breaks. Yeah, I've never just I haven't seen that many movies that are paced like that. Previously on the Mist. Yeah, <laughs> the thing's the only one I can think of. You know, there's a the you know there's a TV series I saw. There is. There's, uh, there's one. There's one season on Netflix. Yeah, I watched the first episode. How is it? It is really bad. Is it worse than the Trimmer series that we watched last week? Mm-hmm. Ooh, you're thinking about it because that that was fucking terrible. No, it, it was. So you're making me was, think. No, it wasn't that bad. Okay, because that was bad. This was. It, it, the TV show just has a problem with blocking. In the first two episodes, like the mist are... is all blocking. We know that, right? Well, they <laughs> spread their characters out, so like they introduce like families and all these other characters, and some of them are in a jail cell, some of them are at this mall, aka like uh, a la Dawn of the Dead. Nice. You know? um, I forget uh, one of them stuck in a house, so they're all kind of split up, and I guess they're gonna have to come together. Are they all like texting? Like, One's what is church. this crazy mist? Uh, and why aren't they calling it no, fog? The... Why don't they immediately go to mist? Well, because John Carpenter's The Fog came out in 19... I know, but it's just, like, the word mist is so strange. Yeah, well, you don't want to get sued, man. <laughs> it's a bit mystical, isn't it? <laughs> I wonder how they got the, uh, the... Like, when you know when they open the garage door and the mist just hangs? Is that all digital? I wonder how they, how they get that mist not to roll into the room. Dry ice, right? 
I don't know. It's it's cool, kind of how it kind of like didn't go in the ha- it didn't go in the the building, just kind of hangs just outside. That was kind of a cool thing. Yeah, I would assume it's it's dry ice and just. I'm gonna check out the Mist series. I want to see how they're doing oh. their special effects. It's got to be better. Is it based on the same story? I think so. Yeah. Really? Yeah, Darabont even he was in in talks or in stage at one point uh, during the development. Are they so, gonna do a season two? It's probably over, isn't it? What, what no, what's it's it canceled. on? It's on Netflix right now. Oh really? Yeah, I think it's like what uh, ten, twelve mm-hmm. episodes, something like that. It is, yeah, very TV. Then do this weird effect too when they go into the mist; it gets very blurry and it's mist vision, bro. Yeah, you ever get some mist on your glasses? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get out of my face, Jared! With that, <laughs> oh, you get some mist on your glasses, yeah, yeah. You're just like mist on glasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no budget. No budget. <laughs> Well, you know, if you, if you blurred a little bit, you don't have to like have so much detail in all your effects. You know that, right? Right. <laughs> you can do low textures. It's being creative. Here. It's a yeah. shadow. Just like in, just like Game of Thrones, we're going to shoot all this shit at night, and just we can cover it up with darkness. Man, I saw they had another water bottle show up or something. Two showed up in that episode. God, man, <laughs> I th- the last season of Game of Thrones, they're like, fuck it. <laughs> they're like, we don't right, give so a you've fuck. You watched all the Game of Thrones. <laughs> they were, right? yeah, Russian, man. man. What's everybody complaining about about the ending? Oh no, wait, wait, wait. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen, I haven't seen. Can you generically answer that without answering it for him? Let's just say they tied it up in a big old nice pretty bow that doesn't make any fucking sense. It's kind of like the last two episodes. They were just like, "Fuck it, do this." It, it does not end the way you think it should. And so is that for, bad though? You got to wait for the author to actually finish it. No, <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to say it's not bad. I think it's kind of cool what they did, but it's not what anybody wanted. Like, especially how much, like, it, 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 if they had ended that fucking show at episode three of the new season, it would have been a really great, like, you know, it doesn't, it kind of falls flat. It's a problem with TV shows, man. But you do get to see an aunt and nephew fucking, so that's always fun. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. And the person who gets the crown, what the fuck? It's like, uh, wait, <laughs> aunt, aunt, nep- nephew. Let's just say, did not earn it. Let's just say that. I've never watched an episode. For real? Oh man, no, it, it is. It is really good. I I've mean, heard like, it's great. No man, they they do some things you've never seen before, and uh, it's it's fun. It's it's actually shot pretty damn well. And it's lit really cool. Up and there's a few episodes in the last season that feel very like TV. Uh, oh the, really? Yeah, like like the never ending story. Um, I, I sent you the video where we cut it back and forth between never ending story. Yeah. Like you know when they're flying on the dragons and all that. that it's just cool. everything's in focus and gross looking. And, and I used then, to love that movie. Oh, I love that every. I brought it up that we should do it on the podcast. God, I hate that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's going to be a whole episode of Brian going fuck this you movie. Wonder about his childhood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was a Dark Crystal kid, man. Sorry, I, I know. And the, the new series, I brought it up, but they announced it again. It's about to hit Netflix very soon. So Dark Crystal all the way. Yeah, never ending story. Can't do or Labyrinth. Not my thing. Not my. Yeah, bag, I'm not maybe. not a Labyrinth fan. I like yeah. Labyrinth, but mostly because it's got some cool stuff going on. In it. <laughs> Not for story or any of that. I'm talking about for visual and like you just know. David Bowie's codpiece. Da- no, David Bowie's camel toe is like. <laughs> who knew a man could have a camel toe? And that's actually what I call a moose knuckle. So he's got oh. he's got the best moose knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the only balls he's rolling around in his hand. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Jared! Mm. He's, he, he brought the Fushigi ball out. 
way before anybody knew what the fuck that was. You know what I'm talking about? The little orbs. Yeah. You can. Yeah. I see people doing that. You know, at festivals and stuff. Doing what? Where they this? They got a, a little ball where they're rolling it on their hands back and forth like that, or they're no, balancing why? the ball. Because it's a game. And they're just doing that at a fe- at festivals. Well, yeah, you're you're listening to like some kind of EDM. Oh, it's like a glow stick. Uh... Yeah, so they're fushigi balling okay, around, all right, and okay. then just imagine they're tripping on some Molly or whatever, and they're just oh, feeling the music right. and just fushigi ball. Sorry, dude, I'm so not cool. All right, okay, <laughs> so that's that's what's replaced like glow sticks. Well, no, that's there's still glow do. sticks and all that going on, oh, but okay. every now and then you get somebody doing a fushigi ball. All right, you know how that works? Like actually, how to do it? No, it's a it's a ball within a ball. And then there's a liquid in there in between them. And so that kind of helps keep the balance of it. So it's the center is actually spinning at a different rate than the outer. So that helps the balance. And, but you can't tell by looking at it. Mm, things that are better described in a video. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's cool. And I, I think that's how they did it in the, in the labyrinth as well. So. Oh, okay. All right. There you go. Fucking labyrinth. God. How does that come up so much in this podcast? It's still still better know. than the mist. <laughs> And on that note, ladies and gentlemen. You really think the labyrinth's better? No, it's definitely not. <laughs> uh, I just try to get those looks out of Brian. So if you guys could take one of the creatures home and keep it as a pet, which one would you keep? The spider. The spider. Really? Fuck yeah, dude. Those the are spider? the creepiest ones. Either that or that giant one that we really don't ever get to see. <laughs> take it outside to like, you know. Go for a... Oh, well, wait. How would you even... Go you just inside? keep how it in it the backyard. <laughs> it's just always walking around Fuck in between the backyards. Don't in the front yard. <laughs> Stay there. Put, no. Put a no, sign in your front no. yard. Beware of it. <laughs> it just, it's got a fucking arrow that points up. <laughs> Every time it takes a leak, there's a giant flood. It's like, I think it's going to rain today. Every time That's it takes a rain. step, it's a gigantic like six-point Richter-scale <laughs> earthquake. Oh, my gosh. No, I don't know. That's just too much maintenance, man. I kind of like the pterodactyl-looking ones, the ones that fly. Well, apparently, uh, you know, uh, like King has a couple different stories on how he came up with the idea, but one of them was that he uh, was in a grocery store and he saw prehistoric animals flying through and knocking shit over, and so he had that vision. And then another, like he said, he was at a grocery store and he saw insects hitting the glass because the the plate glass windows. So those. Image the imagery of that in the book, so I thought that was interesting. That you know I, they kind of do look like pterodactyls, like the flying ones, when they, especially when they hit the ground and land. The way they all kind of fold up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, very prehistoric bird. I, I like how their wings are split, though. Oh man, they're definitely just creepy, weird, you know, otherworldly. Yeah, makes me wonder how they breathe oxygen. I don't think they have oxygen in that plane. It's all. I guess that's why the mist is there. They have to breathe the mist. No, no. There's got to be still. There's still got to be an oxygen mixture because the people are walking around, breathing. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what the mist smells like. It smells like farts. <laughs> well, none of them walk out and go. God, God sorry, it smells like farts out here. I was just kind of assumed it was odorless. <laughs> David, did you fart in front of me? <laughs> Fucking line leader farting. God, this mist smells like farts. <laughs> <laughs> The mi- that yeah, I was just wondering, like, the, is where does the mist come? Is that the atmosphere from the space in between the worlds? And it's a bleeding in. That's what. That's yeah. That's what I would assume. Yeah, it's weird that you don't see any plant life though. There's not, you know, there's nothing that comes in, up in the book or in the in in the fog. What kills you in the fog? Is it just the fog? 
Are you talking about the John Carpenter movie? The John Carpenter movie. No, there's uh like ghost pirates. That's what I thought. So there's yeah. like there's like ghosts and like I have an image of that in my head, so so that brings it interesting. But in this one it's creatures. From another dimension. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real original. You guys ready to rate this? Let's do it, baby. Alright, man. Um I'm gonna give it an eight. Give it I, an eight? I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool, had some good Good stuff in it. <laughs> it was fun. I need to watch it again. It was only my first time seeing it, so but I, I enjoyed it. I think I'll watch it. I think I'll like it a lot better the second time around. Fair enough. Oh, you giving me the look? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you need to know. Let me see. I'm going to do two different ratings here because I saw what? the color. I saw the color and the black and white, man. And That's I, fair. I just I just saw the black and white, and you know that that left me feeling better. Oh, really? Yeah. The special effects look good. Like just everything feels better to me. Like, the movie feels better. Like, I like the tone of it. I don't know. Even the blood and, and violence, like, it still comes across as, ooh, that's gross, but it doesn't come across as icky. Right. You know, it's not as gory. Like, the spiders are still gross coming out of people, but... Fuck yeah, they are. I don't know. It just feels more fun. Like, um, <laughs> like it's like, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, I need to see how, like, how black stepping. and white it is. Is it, like, super contrasty, or do they go... No, it's literally like they took they the just, saturation. They just down. took the saturation. Yeah. They didn't like, grade it black and white. Uh, no, they did because some of the stuff in the dot, the dot, uh, the, the loading docks. docks. Yeah, it's a little dark. Okay, darker than it is in the color version. Right, I would say. Like when he has the phone up and he's looking and searching. I thought that was really funny because out. like it, the phone is doing nothing. I know. I mean, that. I mean, that's a funny thing is we've all done that, especially with those flip phones. Shit, I remember taking out my Timex watch that was like glowing like green, and I was like walking through trying to get light from it. So we've all we've all totally been there. <laughs> yes, but um, but yeah, th- that little phone was like pissing in the wind in that room. I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> well, yeah, and the color version is you know it's like man, like you can see. Oh like, yeah, what, <laughs> like what well, are you doing? Look at all these weird lights that are like uplighting the walls. <laughs> yeah, and in the black and white version, you just kind of get like a like a, a little slat of light. Like oh, you actually see it? Yeah, there's like there's a shaft of like a light hitting and that's it everything else is black oh that's kind of cool yeah and he kind of turns around into that and you see the phone light um so anyway all that being said uh color i'm gonna give it an eight you know i think the cgi holds it back a lot i agree uh it holds it holds it back two points easy um and then black and white i'm gonna give it a 10 really yeah man i mean i don't i don't know what you would do differently uh for this movie i mean Maybe the end does feel a little tacked on, but man, it just it feels right, and it feels like a good fuck you to the audience. And you don't get that much in, in horror movies, you know, where you just get something that's like this is the genre where we can do like really fucked up dark shit. Like, let's go there, let's give them a ride. It doesn't have to be reserved for like you know uh, quirky indie dramas. It doesn't have the end like Game of Thrones. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like that, and uh, I don't know the whole movie, the whole playing off fear, and you know, you know, are are we good? Or are we just all gonna follow each other in crazy masses and I liked all this and religion and and we didn't even talk about like what the fuck this movie means today and how timely it is today like you talk about fucking divisions in this country like damn this movie should have come out today I mean, yeah. like America is this fucking supermarket <laughs> kind of shows store. you that the, that the issues don't really change especially 12 years from you know ago from to now I know, and they were talking about, like, the Bush era the and everything. The same shit, yeah. It's the same fucking shit. It's like, dude, you just wait. Fucking 12 more years. You have no idea what's coming. You're bitching now? Yeah. Imagine 12 years from now. <laughs> it gets worse. <laughs> if you're complaining now, it only gets worse. Benson. <clears throat> he goes ditto. <laughs> yeah, I was going to go eight. I was a little shocked you went eight. 
Really? Yeah, because you said you hated it. I didn't say I hate the movie. Did I say I hate the movie? Yeah, at the beginning when I said I would have just spent the whole time going, I hate this movie. And you went, oh, I get to do that this time. I think that was a joke. Oh, it was totally a joke. Yeah. Uh, but I totally well, don't. I didn't get it. Oh, so. oh I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot. <laughs> so it's eight all around. Oh, yeah. No, that's it? That's it? He's like, eight. <laughs> what, are you, what are you knocking the two points off? Yeah, I mean, CG, some of the main actors, acting. And you saw it when it came out, right? Yeah. So was it like, and with then, you got to keep in mind, that at that point, was it like, wow, was it, or did you get the same feeling then? Or was oh, no, like you knew the CG was. So it, it was totally obvious. Okay. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I, I remember walking out of the theater going like, God, that looked fucking shitty as hell. God, oh. It's like, you've got seen Slither, right? Yeah. I think the, the badness of that kind of helps it. You know what I mean? A little bit. It makes it feel more B movie, you know? Yeah. But this one, I think it kind of hurt it because it was pretty slick in most places, and then, then that just kind of like jumped on top of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's a, like, you know, sometimes I think yeah. things can help, but this one, it definitely, it just stands out too much. I'd like to see the black and white version. I've always thought, yeah. I've always thought it looks a little too clean. It's it's like the uh, the, the, the King Kong, uh, Peter Jackson King Kong with all that terrible CG. There's some bad CG in there. Yeah, I like the way with Kong the, looks, though. No, Kong looks good. I'm talking about yeah. the, the dinosaurs running down the hill with them all running with the dinosaurs. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, God, the, the, the depth and all. It's just fucking yeah. terrible, man. Okay, all yeah, the bugs. Like, when oh. you're shooting them with the yeah. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> that T-Rex fight, though, with fucking Kong is so badass. <laughs> Who cares, guys? That's what I'm going to say. Who gives a fuck? Who cares? And Kong, like, Coca-Cola in it on the ice, on the ice capade. <laughs> Giant monkey punches T Rex. That's all I'm saying. All right, okay. You guys, you guys are just negative, Nancy. I was being positive. I, just, I thought that was awesome. I know you just like skip straight to that scene. You pull the DVD out and go straight to the scene selection, and you just like scene fifteen. You damn straight. <laughs> I did. That movie's the reason I bought an HD DVD player, man. Really? Yeah. That and three hundred. I had to have them. Go back and watch that scene I'm talking about, and then think about this movie. <laughs> You'll see it. All right, guys. So that's going to be doing it. For us tonight, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's the movie crew. Crew is spelled C-R-E-W-E. That's right. Extra E at the end of the word. Crew at gmail.com. You guys can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at moviecrewpod. And you guys can uh, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Tuned In, Overcast, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Benson, where can they follow you, sir? At J. Edward Benson on Twitter. And Jared, where can they follow you? This will take 15 minutes. It's going to take me 15 minutes to say my part. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at CheckTheGate and on Twitter at Jared B. Callen. All right, guys. We're going to be closing out the show with a little bit of the uh, – well, this isn't actually from the Miss soundtrack. This is the piece of music they play at the very end of the film when it gets all dark and suicidal. It is titled The Host of Seraphin, performed by Dead Can Dance. Enjoy.
What is going on over here, guys? Wait on you, baby. You said uh, sound off like you don't have a pair. <laughs> Damn, Benson, you still hot. Ooh, I know. He's, he's, he's back. Apparently. <laughs> Benson's back, everybody. I'm back and I'm hot. All right. Did y'all miss me? No, we did. Liars. We did, man. We thought Graboids got you on the last episode. Oh, them gra- they grabbed you. They, huh? The Graboids, man. The trimmers. They're going to reach out and grab you. I'm kind of glad I missed that one. No, that was a good one, man. That was fun. It was a good one. I would have just been going, I hate this movie. Oh, no. No. Well, that's me this week. <laughs> I have a prejudice <laughs> on Tremors. Oh, man. Like, the first Why? time I saw it was on USA on a Saturday. and then It, it seems like, like it was made for USA. <laughs> yeah, and it just seemed like it fit. And it was on, like, every week. And my dad liked it. And I hated it. And it was, I hate that movie. He's like, I hate Kevin Bacon, Dad. <laughs> Fuck you, Fred Ward. He's like, here, son, watch Quicksilver. <laughs> it explains a lot. All right, uh, 